back to Swanner and Judd Review. I'm Tom Swanner. This is Brian Judd. And, well, it's it's December and it's Christmassy and I see you've got your tree up and everything. So that's great. <laughs> yeah, same to you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, first of all, it's it's been a huge week, but mostly I've been filling it up with Christmas stuff. So you're mm. gonna be I've been watching. First of all, Squid Game, which is uh, the reenactment. Well, it's a reality show now on uh, yeah. on, on Netflix. Um, it's surprisingly um, interesting. I was I, I was I was thinking How interesting as the show, then I doubt it. Um, well, this is well interesting as far as reality TV goes. I mean, there it's been cutthroat and brutal. It really wow. has. Um, you know, it's like they go, "Oh, we need five volunteers," and so people volunteer, and then they go, "Okay, if you do this wrong, you're all eliminated." And it's like, uh? And then they, and then some of the once they get it right, then it's like you can eliminate any three people that you want, and it's like. Uh oh. So they're, you know, immediately they're going after like the big, big, you know, numbers in the in the group and the 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 people who are starting to make teams and shit like that. It's been very fun. Actually, like I said, it's been surprising how compelling it is. Um, I've seen some headlines. I guess people are getting hurt. Really? Okay, yeah. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. I'm only five of the ten. Um episodes in so yeah uh, but it's so far i've been enjoying it um uh let's see bachelor in paradise next week's the finale mm-hmm. so this week we saw Braden leave which was kind of upsetting because he i mean it's not that i think he's particularly cute or anything but he does give enough enough angst in to make the show more interesting does that make sense you know sure. he's yeah he's he's just he's just enough to okay um so but like i said the finale is next week it sounds like we're going to have not just a proposal but a wedding oh boy so some schmucks getting married after being like four weeks uh, on a vacation that's enough time yeah Uh uh-huh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Repeating with how many other con- uh, how many contestants are there in total? Uh, there's probably twenty total, so ten men, ten women, ultimately. Oh, oh, never mind. I was thinking this is like the uh, the Bachelor. No, that's the Golden Bachelor. This is different. This is this sure. is a, the horrors on the this beach. Is, yeah, Horror Island. Yeah. yeah. And Rachel just left uh, because she didn't want to have to pick the. Um, uh, leftovers because she had a rose to give away, but she hadn't really connected with anybody because she's kind of a bitch. And um, so, um, yeah, so she's gone too. It was crazy, crazy week. Wow. Um, uh, bachelor, the uh, golden bachelor. Uh, this is the old guy and he has to pick an old lady to, <laughs> uh, you know, it would have been more interesting if, if we had a 70 year old and he was cruising the 20 year olds, wouldn't that have been more fun? That would have been fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, daddy, I, can't, and... I can't wait to have his wrinkled hands covering my boobs. You know, that kind of stuff. Feed him uh, soup. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so he ended up picking uh, Teresa, who I kind of figured it was going to be Teresa almost from the beginning, only because she was, uh, she felt less old. She, you know, she felt like she was ready to have some fun again. Um, 
And some of the, well, actually, most of the older women really felt, I mean, they were playing pickleball and little tennis outfits and shit like that. So, you know, it's, uh, the, these these women weren't, you know, wheelchair bound or anything, but. Right. They're not. Yeah. Exactly. It still makes me think of, the, you know, the fact that one of the women that was originally uh, the first week eliminated died before the show actually came on the air. So. From old age or what yes, do you know? Probably. I mean. Uh, you know, some something. I don't think she was hit by a car, but uh, uh, yeah, it just goes, you know, to show you that it's a more volatile cast. Let's say sure. the regular Bachelor. The stakes um, are higher. Well, the like likelihood of someone dying is there, where usually it's not on the on the regular Bachelor. Uh, okay, uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Oh, I put that twice. Oh, uh, the interesting thing about the uh, Squid Game, uh, one of the earlier episodes was. I don't know if I told you they they played a game of Battleship, like, um, like you know, like Battleship. The, the they each had a board on each side of a wall, and basically they had big ships that people would sit in and wait. You know, each contestant would wait. Oh. It was it was it was fun. It, I mean, I swear that if they had this kind of game in in a um, you know, like a uh, Dave and Buster's or some kind of uh, game. Sure. Restaurant, they would always be sold out. The people would want to get in there and play it all the time. Because be it was a big it, space. It was, yeah, it was. And it was, and it was a big, big game, but it was fun. Um, we'll see British Bake Off this week uh, finale. Oh, so, no. No. Well, it was the one that everybody wanted from the beginning. Maddie ended up winning it all. And uh, uh, he's just he he just had a cute little smile and and twinkle in his eye. Although um, his teeth could have been better, but you know he's British. We well, did so say British. British. Yeah. So there you go. Um, I'm still watching now the Challenge World Champions. This is where it's the old people, but now they're they're worldwide old people because what they've done is they've taken teams from uh, it's England. Uh, Argentina and where's the other one? Uh, Argentina and oh, Australia and America. So there's four different teams of of these people who've been playing this game for too very long. So um, so it's 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 still it's the same thing, but I think they're it's not like RuPaul's Drag Race where you can just keep pumping out these um, episodes with the same people. At least RuPaul brings in you know. Maybe an all-star now and then, but not every other, you know, they have like a regular challenge. Now they're having an all-star. Now they're having a world one. And it's like, okay, you haven't really changed the cast that much. It's, I don't know. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You keep seeing the same people. And what show is this? Because I was looking at Maddie when you. This is Challenge World Champions. This is the one where it's the older people. All the old people. Road rules and um, uh, what was it? Uh, the real world. These are sure. people who have been playing this shit since the 90s. And some of them still are pretty good competitors, but come on, most of them are in their, well, most of the Americans are in their 40s of the old guys or, you know, 40s and 50s. Right. Anyway, uh, let's see. We just started True Blood season seven, which is the final season. Oh, oh. I'm kind of, I'm kind of depressed. Yeah, because I'm, we'll I'm have to start with, it all over again. No, we won't start it all over again. Oh, okay. we'll, we'll go back. 
Booger Town and uh, Big Mouth, you know, but oh, there you go. It happens. But I do. I, I am glad that we did this. It's kind of like when we did uh, Glee last year and it really uh, you get back and you you really because you're watching it pretty much every day, an episode every day. So you really can hold on to what the storyline is and who's what and what's going on. Sure. The it's um, it's it's binging without, you know, the current binging it's the old way of binging you know one episode a day not Uh, okay an entire series in an evening right so um and but they 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 have gotten to the point of where what are they going to pull out of their ass now as far as you know we've gone through a lot of the monsters it's almost like night stalker you know after you've done a half a season you've pretty much pulled every real you know famous monster out and now you're just making things up right okay um mass singer this week uh they eliminated some guy from o-town which was a oh yeah i remember o-town yeah a boy band i guess they had one song but that was a pretty big song i knew it wasn't even so so it was they had one song i can't remember the song is off the top of my head but also they were the first i won't say manufactured boy band because aren't they all but um they had it was a reality show where the guy that produced them what uh, put the band together oh okay um no, okay I, I didn't realize that because i would have watched that show uh, that had it been probably 2000 2001 maybe yeah i was probably busy with the theater maybe and it was fox right it had to be fox i don't know well anyway <clears throat> survivor this week uh we're down to the last i think it's we're down to the last six or eight people it's it's really low um because that we should be wrapping this up before christmas so uh they finally got bruce out and bruce is bruce was on the show last season but what happened was um there was this thing where they were supposed to crawl underneath like like a deck, basically crawl underneath the deck. Well, Bruce went in, but didn't duck his head down and ran his forehead straight into a two by four. Oh no. And, and to the point of where they had to remove him on a medical. So he got to come back this year. Uh, and, um, and he was fun, but you know, the thing was, he's, uh, he's in his forties, everybody else, not everybody else, but quite a few other people are in their twenties he just looks he sounds and looks like an old guy he tells dad jokes and and he was irritating everybody because they're not the same age it's really what it came down to sure and um, what show is this because i'm looking at O-Town. oh my god you need to pay attention am i gonna have to have a sign that blinks this is what show i'm talking about <laughs> yeah basically because yeah. all it is on this on this reality show something happened and on this reality <laughs> show something happened so is Ashley Parker, Ashley Parker Angel from O Town. Um, yeah, he was he was one of the better looking. Oh my god, that hair! Um, one of the better looking uh, boy band guys. The, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. When when we know it's a boy band guy on the uh, on Mass Singer, it's like uh, it's not Justin Timberlake. So I don't know. You know, it's like. I don't even know these guys by their their real names except for Justin Timberlake. I I think there's an AJ somewhere. I'm not sure if he's on the same team as um the Justin Timberlake, but and there's a guy that has a a good 
uh, real, he's thin and has a goatee mustache, but I think he's on a, a an earlier one, either boys to men. No, not boys to men. There's uh, a couple. They're usually, there's always one with a beard. Yeah. New like kids your block. standard. It's he's either new kids block or backstreet boys. I don't know. Yes. Oh my God. That hair. <laughs> Is that the hair he had during the show? I don't know. No, no, this I, had to be probably mid 2000. So the show is I called making it. of the band. It was uh, the year 2000. I want to slap him back into the sixties where that hairstyle would have been appropriate. Jesus. Okay. Uh, uh, for those, since you can't see this folks, they, he sent me a picture of the Ashley guy from O-Town and he had a haircut that looked like he just got off a surfboard and, but he doesn't look like he just got off a surfboard. His hair does, but not him. Um, okay. Uh, we are, um, I, I took stars back strictly for three reasons. Uh, Minx is back. Uh, they, they sold Minx and put it on stars. That was the, on uh, Max. Remember about the making of the uh, adult magazine for women? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So that. And then uh, Shining Veil, which is Courtney Cox's second season of her paranormal um, uh, sitcom. It's not really a sitcom. Uh, paranormal show that she's she's got. It's not a live action paranormal. It's actually a, a scripted haunted house series. Um, so, uh, at the end uh, of the first season of S S Shining Vale, she was running crazy through the house with an axe. Um, Greg Kinnear fell down the stairs and they threw her into, into an asylum. Well, th this season she gets out of the asylum. He gets out of the hospital. He can't remember anything. Uh, uh, Greg Kinnear can't, who's her husband and their two kids, but now uh, are are back. But the, now all of them are being haunted, not just her. I mean, there was a little haunting earlier with the rest of the family, but they all put it aside as, oh, mom's just being crazy. Uh, but now they're like having their own individual haunts. So mm. it's very fun. Um, and Minx, just more wieners, more wieners. It's sure. it's pro chick. You know, I am woman. Hear me roar because it's right around that time period, um, and. I'm waiting for that that to come up where uh, you know Helen Reddy comes into play, uh, but uh, they had this one guy. He was um, I don't know where he was from. He sounded South American, and his penis looked South American too. If you know what I mean? Uh, sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he was real pretty, um, and they've got um, oh I can't think of her name now. Um, I want to say Elizabeth Banks, but it's not. It's Elizabeth Banks is. 10, 20 years younger than the person I'm thinking of. Uh, but this, uh, they introduced a new actress and so she's kind of like a, a billionaire who's got uh single and she's got boys hanging out. So they're trying to get her to fund more of the magazine. Oh, and they mm. did. Uh, they have introduced Carl Sagan because uh, they're also trying to do beyond, which is the uh, space magazine. Mm -hmm. And they Carl Sagan as their editor. And at one point they go, Hey, Carl, you want to get high or you want to do this, that he goes, well, I'll, I'll, I'll let's get high. Uh, and it's just kind of funny because it's, he sounds and looks kind of like Carl Sagan. So it's, it's amusing. Anyway, moving on. Um, uh, finished fall of the house of the usher, which is uh, Netflix. Uh huh. And I couldn't believe it. Okay. We've watched this show. There's 
I think eight episodes, a lot of, you know, really horrible, you know, like pit in the pendulum. They have um, the, you know, uh, ceiling up in the wall. And at the last episode, Sean goes, you know, this sounds a lot like Poe. And I'm like, what hall, the house of the fall of ushers. You didn't give you the idea that we are doing uh why is that thing floating? Because I'm moving it up. Oh, okay. Scaring me. Um it's a ghost. No, that's what it looked like. Get your um, the your REM reader and your spiritual monitor and your all that. Rim pot, not rim reader. Whatever. That's when you, you're dating somebody that works at a library. Anyway, so um Fall of the House the the ending was it was really cool. It was really fun. Um did the house fall? Well, it's uh, well, basically everybody in the the family um is cursed to die because the grandfather um basically has made a uh, um a deal with the devil. Of, of yeah, course, so yes. Fun stuff. Um uh, the other reason why I took um took uh, uh stars was because there's there's was a movie i saw a preview for this movie this summer it's called i don't know what it's called it's s-u-s-i so susi sisu okay so it's, uh, word. It, it's a norwegian finnish finnish okay and um it's basically uh end of world war ii um there's a care the main character is a gold miner he finds a large vein of gold and he's trying to transport it to uh to sell it and the nazis find out that he, uh, find it, that he has got gold so they want the gold and so they spend the rest of the time trying to kill him and get, take the gold from him a, a small band of nazis and uh and and basically um he is a he's kind of like the uh, the hired killer he's the liam neeson he's the uh sure. any, yeah that that lives alone and no nobody bothers him because he's crazy and he's a mad killer and he you know and so basically he slaughters nazis for 90 minutes and it's pretty fantastic movie it really is i'm sure tarantino is sitting there going oh i wish i would have made this movie of course his would have been an hour and a half longer but um uh, still right um fantastic very gory uh just one of my favorite films this year i I'm, I'm really happy with it and then the rest of mine is just christmas shows that i've watched oh boy well oh, let's let see just... what's that you ready for this? okay um it is uh elf i saw uh elf and it was funny because yeah, i watched really. the first part of elf and then i don't remember turning it off or what show i was watching it on but i went back and checked all of the places you can see elf including my voodoo and there was never one that said resume so i must have fallen asleep and turned it off at the end i don't know i don't know what happened but i went I, back i thought you did that last week well no i talked about it last week but i actually went back and finished it oh so okay i remember uh the part where they talked to miles who's played by uh, peter dinklage uh, they were talking to him on the phone, but I don't remember him coming to the the uh, uh, the business. So I, I finished after the phone call and watched the rest from that point on. But 
still one of my favorites. A uh, little drummer boy uh, from the Rankin Bass seventies, may have been the sixties. Uh, very religious. Greer Garson narrates it, and um, when I'm watching it, I'm always like. God, I don't remember it being this religious. I mean, it's the birth of Jesus. You I, would think, say, I, I don't think there's any way to make that not religious. Seeing that I, some yeah, little yeah, kid that wants to play I've his drum for the plenty made it not not religious. So how um, how who's he playing uh, his drum for? Um, well, no, they still you have it, Jesus, but it's all the the wording and all the extra the churchy shit they throw in there, you know, in the narration and stuff. It's, it's just. Sure. It, you you watch it and see if you don't know. Okay, okay. I I now I get what he means. Okay, um, it's like you watch Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and you're not expecting you know, um, you know homophobia. The, yeah, the, any of the 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 churchy stuff coming up. Even well, though, it's Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. There is it's hard to explain. It's hard to explain. <laughs> I, I love how you're blown away about how a Bible story is too churchy. It's too churchy. <laughs> okay. It makes um, perfect fucking sense. <laughs> well, and then I did watch Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and this is the long version where at the end, um, uh, after everybody's happy and Yukon Cornelius throws up his his axe in the air and it comes down and he licks it like he always does because he's yep. very moral. Yeah. Um, he uh, goes, oh, it's what I've always been waiting for. I've, it's a peppermint mind. So, and then Herbie goes, oh, and falls back in the sand like, come fuck me. I swear to God, Herbie had a come fuck me look on his face. Sure. Okay. Um, yeah. <clears throat> by the way, well, I mean, obviously they, they ended up a couple. Right. Well, and that's a short version. That's something we have discussed year after year, and nobody else seems to get it. But come on, seriously. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's it's. I mean, it was they were basically doing what uh, um, what uh, what's his name DeSantos says. Uh, we were they were grooming children to be homosexual at that point because you either went for the fay dentist or right. you went for the burly, uh, you know, mountain man guy. So I, I get it. Uh, it's fun. I, I know that uh, I know a lot of people who still talk about Yukon Cornelius like he's like a past lover of theirs. So. <laughs> um, watch Charlie Brown's Christmas. And, you know, the thing about Charlie Brown's Christmas well, early for that, that's yeah. usually like a Christmas Eve thing for me. Oh, uh, no, no. Christmas Eve is white Christmas or Christmas day. That's a Christmas story. Yeah. Okay. Usually the cartoons done early in the, in the season and then sure. concentrate on the movies after that. Um, but uh, with Charlie Brown, uh, it's it's still by far the better of the group uh, of the let's say the the holiday ones, Thanksgiving sure. just garbage and Halloween you know take out that Snoopy damn Baron thing and and that would have been better but um, I mean you just look at that and you go God these are just basically like when Snoopy and uh, uh, they're setting up the tables for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. him and Scott, it's just a music fucking montage. Yeah. God damn it. If you don't have enough to do without a montage, then you don't have enough show to show us. That's what I'm thinking. Well, sure. Okay. Anyway. But I mean, where are they else are they gonna put in the pillow fight? Well, they can still do the pillow fight without it being a full section. 
And and anyway, they didn't have a sleepover. Why would there be a pillow fight? Well, no, I'm, I'm taking a jab at all your stupid rock. I know what you're taking they, a jab at. I'm trying to make you sound like a fool. Go shopping and then do a pillow fight. Well, yeah, after they've fill they've, some time after they've had cocktails, exactly right. Which supposedly they never have, and that's why they get so goofy. <laughs> Gross. Exactly. So, um, after that year without a Santa Claus, this is the one where uh, Shirley Booth is the uh, Mrs. Santa Claus, and Ricky Mickey Rooney he um, he gets a cold. He's Santa, so he's deciding he's not going to go. Because his doctor's like, I don't know why you do this. The kids don't appreciate it. I just say, forget about it and stay home and get better. So he decides to stay home and get better. But what happens is two of the L's go into um, Southern Town or South Town, I think it's what it's called, because they want to find where somebody really has the uh you know really likes christmas and why do they like christmas and what about santa why aren't they thinking about poor santa <laughs> and don't forget this is the one with the heat miser and the uh oh, you know, okay i'm mr heat miser i'm mr sun uh, uh, uh. you know that one no okay because i told you i've never seen it before i think oh. you it's it's i can't imagine what the cutoff age for that particular cartoon would be because i mean i grew up with rudolph being aired um i can't i do know little drummer boy but i can't remember if they aired it on television when i was a kid charlie brown of course um but yeah some of those rankin bass ones had been retired by by the time i was a kid and that was one of them oh year without a santa claus is on every year for a long time uh, sure for a long time but for how long that's what i'm asking when i wonder well, when they stopped all, I, think, I think it started in 74 so by the time you popped out in 77 he was still around for another probably 10. but for how much longer 10 years <laughs> okay it I, wasn't thinking, 10 years well no no seriously because they didn't have anything else to do to show during the holidays, but these shows, it wasn't until cable came around and VHS came around. No, because they had, they had some of the, the more modern cartoons were making Christmas specials like Garfield and uh, probably Pac-Man, I'm sure being the eighties. So they were being replaced by the other shows. They're never replaced. Rudolph still plays on TV. Rudolph is a classic. These are no, well, actually, it's funny. You can't find a year without a Santa Claus very much, except exactly because it's bottom of the barrel, except when it plays on TV. No, yes, no, yes. When is it playing on TV? I couldn't find a full one on YouTube. I I saw clips, right? Yeah, because no one remembers it. Oh my god, you're so wrong. You were so wrong. Anyway. Now, look, you're wasting all the time on this one. So when you have no time to talk, it's not my fault. Got nothing to talk about. So I'm just because, I mean, we have we've had the conversation about uh, the night before Christmas and you don't remember that cartoon. And that was probably late 70s. No, it was probably and it was about um uh and it was animated and it was about a mouse and who lived. No, in the I house. remember the show. I just didn't like it. Oh, OK. That probably replaced Year Without a Santa Claus. Oh, it did not. <laughs> Anyways, the, the I, I did watch a couple. Mo- well, I saw uh, Prep and Landing. This is about Prep and Landing is about two elves that um, have 
uh, have to save Christmas for this one little kid because it's such a bad snowstorm. They've got to figure out a way to get Santa able to land and deliver presents. You would hate this show. Is it new? Uh, newer from Disney. I mean, newer like in the last 10 years, probably. Okay. And then they've got two or three sequels to it. So it must have done pretty well originally. Sure. It would have been on ABC at that point because Disney owned it. So, right. um, but you can find them on Disney Plus, all of the prep and landings. Um, did watch Krampus, 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 Krampus. Yeah. And, and the, uh, I do like the Kramp, well, the Krampus movies. Okay. The problem is that they have almost a complete comedy. Um, I mean, uh, the, the thing, things filled with comedians. Um, yeah. and it wasn't funny enough because it should be, I mean, they took it way too seriously. Oh yeah. And that, that was the problem with that movie. It was, it could have been fantastic, but when you've got little scary gingerbread men that are shooting nail guns at you, <laughs> it, it, you, it, you've got to take, you've got to laugh about that. Oh you yeah. Yeah. You have, it's gotta be done tongue in cheek. It's gotta right. be. Um, yeah, I remember I, I, cause I was looking forward to that one, uh, when it came out and being terribly disappointed after seeing it. Yeah. And then, uh, the other movie I saw last night was it's a wonderful life. Boo. That's a and, piece of shit. And the thing is that fucking uh, Mary, one, one thing I, I realized like how she ruined his life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, the thing I noticed about- it was, it lied, lied about it. And ruins his life to keep him in town. Fuck well, yeah. cunt. Well, you know, well, you got to do what you got to do. For <laughs> <us>. <laughs> uh-huh. Gotcha. But, but don't forget, you know, there was no guarantee that he was going to be happy outside of, and probably not. He well, never- sure, there was no guarantee, but she made sure that he never got the chance. Yeah. What a bitch. Oh, yeah. God. I, I just, I saw that for the first time. What maybe was that two, three years ago? It was a f- furious furious what a shit movie could turn into such a holiday classic and how no one saw what a manipulative bitch she is god oh what a just oh what an awful awful movie well and to burden him with those four fucking kids that won't shut up on top of the fact yeah um and then that old terrible terrible house that they kids threw rocks at for like 40 years and now you want to move into it so all those windows had to be you know, <laughs> in here and, about the house and, and don't forget the that the house had no windows for years so the dry rot i can't sure. even, i i can't uh, i would not have moved into that old eyesore uh but that's beside the point what i did realize though that is you've got to watch um certain shows like it's wonderful life miracle on 34th street all those old shows if there's a in town if you've got an old a theater that plays the old movies you know and has like a it's wonderful life night or white christmas night sure watch those at the theater uh you know because they're really fun and you can't go you can't go over to your ipad which is the problem with so many old movies is that we're too easily distracted by our devices that we can't watch the story unfold because we think we know it so well. And we do, we do. Sure. So, so tell I me saw about- white Christmas in the uh, crest theater years yeah, ago. I did too. And it was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How about you? What, what you got going? 
Uh, well, I started happy this weekend because, you know, it's it's December 1st. I figured uh, it was either that or Kiss Kiss Bang Bang because, you know, that's a Christmas movie. Um, Those are your only two. So. So. Um, so I watched happy. I'm not going to go into that. Uh, Cole Escola has a new special on YouTube. Now, Cole Escola was um, the little twink in uh, Difficult People. Okay. You don't remember the the little twink, the him and uh, Gebere Sidibe were always uh, shopping, and Billy hated him. Anyway, he uh, has a new oh, special. People, yes, yes. Now I know who you're talking about. Yes, yes. So uh, he's got a new special on Netflix. Now his style of humor is very surreal and not very funny um but he plays a hook well he plays a lot of the characters in the cast and a uh, little boy is um he plays a madam of a house in the old west that takes in a little boy and uh the town wants to send him off to a labor camp <laughs> because a brothel is no place for a little boy but a labor camp is uh so um it was it was all right. the 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 sets are all cardboard. Um, it's it's very. Uh, it looks like a cheap theater production, but uh, the costumes are great. The lighting is great, um, and he he really leaned into that uh, uh, bad bad production aesthetic. And then Amy Sedaris is in it. Eighty Mc Eighty uh, Bryant, um, and then there's another another name in there too that does a little cameo but i can't remember um last night i saw uh midget wrestling again which is always fun uh super athletic boy just the the i you know i mean of course it's all fake and it's all staged well i won't say fake it's all staged um the uh the athleticism and just the flips and the hits that they take uh they have to hurt. I don't care if it's staged. Those hits on the chest have to hurt. And being banged on the head with uh, wet floor signs and uh, trash cans that cannot, uh, after two nights, feel nice. Um, but just amazing. Just amazing, you know, coming off the top rope and, and uh, all the flips and, and then swinging each other around. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, and then, oh, uh, I was going to, since we got four minutes, I was going to ask you, uh, did you see John Kung's newest video where he sous vides a Chuck roast? I did. It's not new, but yes, I did see it. That's from yesterday. Oh, really? Because it said from a year ago. Did it? Yeah, but uh, I saw it as well because it popped up. Because oh, okay, I guess I might it might have misread the when it posted. But he what was twenty four hours? I can't remember what what temperature. It was like a hundred and twenty for uh, twenty four hours, and then he uh, seared it just to kind of give it some color afterward. It looked really good. It looked oh, yeah, like I've got, I've got one in my refrigerator right now. I figured you did. I mean, not because I saw him do. Oh, no, it was because because Sean goes, oh, that sounds we should get that roast again. And I go, they happen to be on sale over at Safeway. Let's go. Uh, and so I picked one up, um, which I'm probably going to make tomorrow night. Well, save me some because I want to taste it. Well, it's funny because we ha I'm not going to sous it, by the way. 
Well, you've got a sous vide. Do it. I do, but I've also got a pressure cooker. I can do it in an hour and a half. No, I think this this very low and slow. Um, I think it's a total different. It would be a total different experience. Okay, I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not going to do it. Oh, you're the worst. Yeah, I am. Um, but no, I'm just going to because uh, Sean really liked when I I, I said basically. You can make a chuck roast taste exactly like oxtail, an oxtail stew. Ugh, but I don't like oxtails; too much fat. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's because you're not rendering enough out. That's no, no. Denise made them for me, and they're they're just too much. Mm-mm, no, I don't well, like she them. Probably didn't make them right. You, you can tell, tell her, her that. I said that. Not tell her <laughs> yeah. that. I'm telling her that. I am telling her that. I'm going to send her a text. Right fucking now. Um, by the way, as far as you were talking about all the pratfalls and how it must hurt. Yeah. Uh, I did a show called Real Inspector Hound back when I was in high school. And uh, my character um, gets shot at the big at the well, what would be the, uh, the beginning of intermission right at the end of the first act. My character gets shot and is killed. And so the director, uh, well, I, I was supposed to just my knees are just supposed to drop and I'm supposed to fall to the ground. And so I kept we kept rehearsing that because the director would just sit out in the, the audience and laugh. I mean, you got to face it. You got to imagine this body. Sure. Yeah. On the ground over and over and again. Uh, but I'll tell you, I am paying for it now. I, I'm the Chevy Chase of, uh, <laughs> uh, of uh, I mean, oh, it's I, I, I can tell you that my back problems are from that. Sure. Time period. I, you know, because what else have I done? I haven't right. done anything else that have hurt, hurt would have hurt me like that. True. Yeah. So very true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, the these wrestling guys, I can't imagine that they're not, they don't end up, you know, uh, on painkillers all the time because. Well, and the one they announced, I can't remember his name, uh, but they said he's been doing it for over 30 years. So even if he started as a teenager, that puts him in his 40s. And he was, uh, I think, one of the more skilled wrestlers of the group. So, I mean, he was really, I mean, just. So one of the, he, the, that midget, he was probably about mm, four foot something. And then they had another guy in there who was too big to be a midget wrestler, but I think he just cleared the definition of a midget. Oh, Danny DeVito. No taller than that. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, those two had a match and uh, the little guy was just climbing all over him and, and flipping up and over his shoulders and then down between the legs and around his torso i mean it was it was amazing it really was amazing i dated um, somebody like that before <laughs> <laughs> um so but i can't imagine doing it for 30 years yeah wow, i mean no, no, look at the undertaker with wwf e yeah but you gotta remember if you're the guy who doesn't get hit very often or, or you know oh he was being tossed and, and no, being no, slammed to the saying. floor like the under 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 undertaker under, Undertaker, he's not thrown around a lot.